This is really strange, isn't it? I mean, like, really? It's weird. The word that's been tossed around so much is unprecedented. And I don't know that I'd go so far as to say it's completely unprecedented. There have been plagues and everything throughout the centuries. And and humanity has always had to overcome things like this. However, it is still really strange. And it's unprecedented in our lifetime, that's for sure. We were talking with some of the teenagers on Wednesday night. We had an online meetup, a digital hangout, if you will, for our class. And we were talking about loss and grief. And this is a time of loss for so many of us. This is a time of grief for so many of us. Sure, maybe we haven't lost a loved one, but think about all the other things that we have lost over the last week or so. We've lost concerts. We've lost vacations. We've lost almost an entire half semester of school. We've lost jobs for some of us. We've lost a certain source of income for others. There has just been so much loss going on lately. And it got me thinking, and Caitlin, many of you know, is in grad school right now for mental health counseling. And so she had a lot of great insights into dealing with grief in a really healthy way. And one of the things to do when you are grieving, when you are going through a loss, is to remember. Is to remember the good times and the bad. To be honest with yourself about what it is you're losing and why that you're sad that you've lost it. Be it a person, a pet, a relationship, a job, whatever. And the idea is to kind of tell a story, to tell the story of whatever it is you have lost. The good, the bad, the ugly, everything. So you remember as much as possible. And that can actually help overcome this loss and help deal with grief in a healthy way. And that really got me thinking that that's exactly what Jesus told his disciples to do as he was preparing them for the biggest loss they would ever know. That takes us to the Passover the last Passover he would ever share with his disciples, in fact, the last meal he would ever share with them, the meal on which this is based. Luke says this. This is our reading for today. Luke chapter 22, starting in verse 19. And he took the bread and gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Do this in remembrance of me. You can't see it because of it's cropped out, but along the front of this table, that's exactly what it says. Do this in remembrance of me. 
Jesus gave us something to do to remember him, to help us overcome the grief of that loss. For his disciples, after the fact, to sit back and think, wow, every time I eat a piece of bread, I'm thinking about the body of my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. Every time I take a sip of the juice, the wine, the the cup, every time I drink, I can think of the blood that he shed. That is our lifeblood. That is our cleansing. But it's more than that, though. It's remember Jesus, not just his death on the cross, and not even just his resurrection, but his life, his ministry, his teachings, the times that he was sarcastic with the Pharisees, the times that he was gentle and tender with the children, the times that he showed radical forgiveness to the people who deserved it the least, and the times that he was the harshest with the people that everybody thought was in God's good graces, to remember him, to remember his anger and his laughter and the time that he calmed the storm and then the time that he told Peter to go fishing to pay the tax, like all of these things that we are supposed to remember. The idea of remembering is all throughout the Bible. God tells his people to remember the covenant that he has made with us, but there are also times that people have said, hey, God, remember us. And remembering is vitally important, especially in times of loss and grief, in times of wilderness, when everything's been stripped away from you and you don't know how to move forward, remember. Remember. Remembering is an act of faith. And that's what we do here. So I hope that you have before you a cup, some bread, and let's say a prayer as we remember the body of Christ and the bread. Father God, we thank you so much for the body of Christ which was broken for us, but also the body of Christ that healed us, that that brought healing and comfort to so many people that he touched. God, help us to remember that we are the body of Christ, and we may be broken right now, but you will revive us, you will bring healing. Help us to remember that today as we take this bread. In Christ's name, amen. Now let's pray as we take the cup. God, again, we are thankful. We are so incredibly thankful for this blood of Christ Jesus, our Lord, that was poured out for the sins of many. The blood that was shed on that cross, but also, God, the blood that covers our sins, the blood that gives us new life, the blood that we can drink to fill our spirits with living water. God, help us to remember this blood. Help us to remember the cleansing power that it has. Help us to remember the healing power that it has. Help us to remember that we are the people of this cup, the new covenant. The covenant which says you will never forget us, but you will remember us. Help us 
to remember as well. In Christ's name, amen. This is a time in our worship service that we usually have a prayer for the offering and send around the collection plates, but obviously we can't do that. So if you look down below, if you just scroll down a little bit, you will see ways to give. So let's not forget to remember to worship God through giving as well.